This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And it is indeed a shout-out Friday. 877-881-1053. You want to get involved in the truckwreck.com text line. Also want to hear from the Twitch, from the YouTube, so we can get your feedback going all day long. And... I know it's a little bit of a longer clip, but it's necessitated by all the goals that were scored. I want to talk about the Mavs in just a second, but you can't ignore the third highest goal production by any team in the NHL this year. Hit me with that cut number two, please. Sam Steele scores! Off of the flexion, 35 seconds in. Walking in, feeding, they score! And it's Matt Duchesne. liked it if one of those clips he's like and it's a save i'm just kidding they scored another goal <laughs> we didn't there wasn't any of the predators goals in there though they did score two goals they didn't sh- they didn't highlight any of those uh yeah we chose not to put that right. in uh okay. in the highlights fine fine is the dallas stars look sam Steele scored 35 seconds into the game and that's not always indicative of how the game's gonna go as we all predicted this i would not have predicted that this time it was absolutely indicative and they would score three more times in the first period alone, and the game was over. But they kept pouring it on. They went 9-2. to two. I believe two other teams have scored 10 goals this season, so third highest goal output from any NHL team this year. The, uh, Bravo, gents. This is one of those where, you know, the second line really did, you know, they, they were on fire. Duchesne and his group, I don't know if he had a little extra edge wanting to get back at the Predators. Uh, for you know, not not wanting him to be around forever, uh, but that line to him, yeah, maybe so. But that line definitely did its work last night, and that's awesome. Um, I do have my, uh, a question that comes up from the Hockey Hawk, who is currently working on his Spits and Suds podcast, and he brought up the Jamie Ben moment up eight two. Right, Jamie Ben boards a guy. They're up eight to two, and he goes into the penalty box. And then is like, "Oh, I don't want to fight," and all this stuff. And so, my curiosity for fans is, 
do you love that you don't mess with our captain Jamie Ben like that, or do you think, hey, you're up eight two, maybe don't go after, don't be a bully like that? Because I'm, I'm kind of curious from the Stars fans. We want a tough team. Do we want a team that does that does that? I feel like that's kind of a bush league thing. Okay, look, this is one of the most hypocritical parts of being a sports fan, and I will definitely admit it. Jamie Ben did it. He's on my team. He's a dog. The game is never over. However, we're losing eight to two, a million percent. I think that's bush league. You hate I realize, that guy. I realize that's hypocritical, but it's like if uh, if Mike, if somebody, if you're up eleven to to one. And now you you just go ahead and bean one of the players. Araldis Chapman style, Chaz McCormick. He's <laughs> like, guess what? We're going to the World Series. Chaz, bean. wear it, buddy. <laughs> I do remember that now. That was kind of Now, awesome. that being said, you know, somebody needed to wear it for what uh, Candy Maldonado was doing behind the plate. True. There, and there are those times. I, do, I definitely think there are times when somebody has to pay the price for, you know, the, the interactions that go on throughout yeah. series and... and, Which, and it will be interesting in early April when that series happens if a game is out of hand. Brawl. If Brawl. if somehow Houston, which I can see Chaz is still on their team, if they're like, all right, now it's time for us to to hit your one of your guys. I 100% believe that is going to happen from the 3-2-5. That was an awesome game. Crazy that no one got a hat trick. They did have that is crazy. That is true. They did have seven different people score a goal. Okay, they, and ten different people had a point at least. Is it's that what it was? Yeah. Something insane gotta like be. that. Do you wear a bad hat to hockey games in case you have to throw your hat on the ice? Because are you hoping Agreed. for not a don't hat care. trick? If you just bought a forty dollar hat, no. are you like, dude, I don't want to lose this hat? I'm with you a million percent because I'm not throwing my brand new bought from the team shop hat onto the ice. So I'm bringing. A garbage hat that I don't mind if it's got a deep pitch on. Do you ice. get that back? Do they have like a hey? There was a hat trick. We have a bunch of hats. Can you come to Lost and Found? Do you write your name inside the hat? So <laughs> don't that way when you go to Lost and Found, like yeah, that's my hat. I threw on the ice. The stars uh, donate them to the yeah. Dallas Stars Foundation. So there's there's a good way. Uh, By the way, I I, our good friend Marty Turco heads that up over there. So he and he's awesome, and he always donates for Peaceathon. I have been at Allen American Games where they like brought in the giant like bag or net of hats. It was is pretty cool. They just said, "Hey, come out and get your hat if you want to." No, I think they were probably going to do a similar thing, but it was just neat because they just brought it like back there. Eleven people, I believe, had points last night. Wow, that's still so. I think the great thing is I'm looking at standings. Stars have 74 points, and the Avalanche have 70, and the Stars have played one less game. You brought it up the other day. Winnipeg has played three less games than the Stars, and they're at 69 points. So, so if they won out, they'd theoretically still be up. Yes, but. You got a little bit. You're getting a little breathing yep. room. Not a lot. Not yep. like I was looking at the standings. Not like Vancouver, who's 12 points up on on Vegas. Yep. And your other in the Pacific division. That's right. That's so, the most lopsided divisional race. Yeah. So hopefully the Stars can hold that because if they do, if I'm reading the standings right and the playoffs right, then Colorado and Winnipeg would have to take would face each other in the first Correct. round. So one would get knocked out, Correct. and as long as you take care of business in the first round, you'd only have to face one of those teams. If you fall, then you'd have to take on Colorado or Winnipeg, which would be a very tough matchup. And, and then probably then, face the other yeah. one. Though not definitely, but probably. Just looking at the fan text so far, Kevin, from the 817, it was against Nashville. Screw them. Uh, from the 469, bully all teams, The board the F out of them. 
And uh, and then he had taken a the guy who he boarded had taken a cheap shot at Lindquist earlier in the game. So maybe look, man, and he did get hurt. I just want to point yeah. out. I just want to point out. That's a good point. If you're okay with with take them all out, beat them down, whatever it is. If it happens to you, like you can't complain about it. You just got to say that's just part of the game and go and rock with it. Yeah. The the point about take it back to him. Give it back to him. The point about the cheap shot there that did result in an injury. I need to follow up and see how Do, long. Am I right about this? The next game they play each other. Then as soon as the puck is dropped, they have to fight Jamie Ben. Probably. I mean, theoretically, and sometimes they have like a surrogate fighter who will step in for Jamie Ben. I don't know if it's exactly that, that person prevalent. Carries and, babies also. Yeah, not they, a surrogate. So they they replace. So it they with go a baby get somebody who's carried a baby for another family and then put them on the ice. You know what? That was a mistake by me, guys. I should have known better. Than to say I'm that. just following. I'm new to hockey. <laughs> I'm just listening to you. And You've you're saying, never heard the concept of a surrogate in a non-baby conversation? No, I thought you called him a goon in hockey. You put the goon on they the have ice. Definitely over the decades tried to like move the goon out of hockey. I'm not saying it doesn't exist at all, okay. but it's definitely dissipated. I would have understood it better if you'd have said they start off the game by putting a goon on to take on Jamie okay. Ben. But when you said they put on a surrogate, I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, these are people that carry a baby for somebody. Okay, I will uh I will keep that in mind going forward. Okay, thank you. If we can fire off cut number five, because we're going to talk about them a few times today, but I want to get the conversation started on the Mavs with this. Bully tries to knock it away. Inside, a swing pass. Washington, to Hardy, corner three. Hardy party is on. One point game. All right, I have a totally different direction. I want to take the Mavs later, but I want to go back to the important part of the tweet that you sent out. Not like, hey, they got the potential to win the title, but the other part. The Mavs, so we've hit the all-star break. How fast can the new team gel together and the direct correlation that has with how far they can go into the playoffs? Because it doesn't, it's not hard to figure out. Like, you don't gel, you get more injuries, it's patchwork, patchwork, you could still easily get bounced in the first round. If you do... This does feel like it has the potential for a different playoff ball game. The one thing that, you know, the gelling part of it is going to be, it's going to be kind of like, Kevin, whenever you wait 15 seconds after superglue instead of 30. Okay. Uh, because, okay. like, it, in that something could crack it pretty easy. Something in the playoffs could crack the whatever gelling they're making right now pretty easy because they haven't and they will not have gone through a lot of tough stuff together to be like, man, I'm loyal to all these things. But, again... The two additions come from very, very bad situations. The fact that those additions come back from bad situations and the Mavs were actually in a bad situation as well, where it felt like we're just on a treadmill here. We, we're doing nothing. We're not going anywhere. I think that's what's going to speed the process of it up is that you have people that are enthusiastic about being here and people that are enthusiastic and knew that was the thing that we're missing. They like Luca and Kyrie looked around and they were like, we know what we're still missing here. And now it looks like you have it. So I think it can gel a lot faster because there are people that are willing to do what it takes to make it gel fast. If you had everybody being resistant to the whole process of it all, then it's not going to work out. We've seen Lamar Odom, Rajon Rondo. We've seen all those things happen. Daniel Gafford played for the Washington Wizards. The Dallas Mavericks have won three games in the three games he's played. That's a third of the wins that he was a part of <laughs> for the Washington right. Wizards. They're literally 9-45. and 45. So these three wins in a row, 
it usually takes about six weeks, if not more, for Washington to win this many games. So to Corey's point, this is probably very exciting. Now, the Hornets are on a three-game winning streak, too, since the trade deadline. But at that point, P.J. uh, Washington has been part of 10 wins this year before getting traded to the Dallas Mavericks. So he's won three in a row. That's almost a third of the wins that he was a part of over in Charlotte. That being said, I do like this about the Dallas Mavericks. After they play the Phoenix Suns, after the All-Star break at home, they go on a nice road trip to the East Coast. These guys are going to have to spend time together, right? You're not coming from your hotel because most likely they're living in a hotel right now, but by themselves. They're all going to be in a hotel together uh, for over a week in different cities. So I think that can help a little bit with it, but... I don't know. Usually teams that make trades at the deadline, they usually don't win it all. I'm not saying that the Mavs should win it all, but there's usually this built-in excuse, which is a real excuse that, man, we never had a training camp together. Early on in the season, you can have a few more practices. They spread out the games, it feels like, a little bit more early in the year so teams can have more practices. So it's going to be interesting how they can – put together a championship contender in two months with limited practice. And then the other thing that I think the Mavericks have an even harder curve at is Kyrie has missed time. Obviously, and he will miss more. Yeah, obviously Lively just came back. Maxi missed like the first half of the season. They've had a plethora of injuries as well. So even without Gafford in Washington... This is not a team that has played together a lot, right? Right. Like, because of the injuries. And so, they have to figure that part out, too, in addition to the addition. Yeah, I mean, implementing plays that you know you can use and lean on in crunch time. I mean, how many times last year, Mike, did we see this this team not know how to inbound a ball? And I'm sure they practiced on that, but... The, you know, you got to know where your guys are going to be. And there's still times, I think, when you see Luca and he goes to a place and he's like, oh, crap, he's not there. I got to make something happen. And those guys are going to have to learn where to be. Like, that, that is something that they have to learn on the court. Not, not yeah. enough practice time to make that solution. Like, example that you're giving. Daniel Gafford rolls to the basket for an alley-oop. And he doesn't get the ball. What does Luca want him to do? Does he want him to just stay right there? I think he does, but yeah. there might be nuances to that. Of well, I do want you to stay there if Carl Anthony Towns is is in is in this action. If it's Rudy Gobert, I want you to go to the free throw line. I want to see if Rudy will pull with you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. yep. so, there's all of these nuances in where I want you to be versus. Uh, I want you to be here or there, but it's based off of who is guarding both of us at that moment. For P.J. Washington, do you want me standing in the corner the whole time and never moving? Or do you want me at times cutting to the basket because that guy just has his eyes on you and has lost where I'm at because he's just assuming I'm standing in the corner the whole time and will not move. And when they start getting that type of chemistry where you can't tell the guy cut, guess what? The guy on defense is also hearing you yell, cut, move. They hear that too. So it's that unspoken chemistry that the best teams have that they just know to cut because they know what Luke is feeling in this moment or Kyrie because those are going to be the two guys with the ball. I just think about the shocking change in the span of two weeks. I, I know it was on a Saturday, but think about what happened two weeks ago. You had this massive lead against the Milwaukee Bucks, and then you choked it away. And then in the meantime, you've won six straight. You've made two 
quality acquisitions, and it just feels like a different... I have a different outlook for the Mavericks going forward. I'm with you because when they got up by Oklahoma City a lot, it's one game. But that team was like, crap, we're trying to come back. We can't. They're not allowing us to because they're getting the defensive rebound. We don't get three opportunities to score on this yep. one chance. And so it's going to be interesting when the Mavericks have good first halves. And obviously, they did against Oklahoma City. They were horrible against Washington, and they weren't very good against San Antonio. They were up by five at halftime in that game. Is If the Mavs are up by 10 points at halftime, I'm not saying it's a for sure thing. The NBA's different than what it was 10, 20 years ago. Sure. But I'm wondering if teams find it a lot more difficult when they get down to the Mavericks at halftime by close to double digits, like a 10-point game. They're going, man, it's not so easy to make up these 10 points like it was against the Mavs. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the Fan. Coming up next, Bo Jackson, P.J. Tucker, and Elevators. Do any of these entities deserve Forgiveness Friday? Do you? 877-881-1053. Hit us up. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It is a shout-out Friday, and obviously, selfishly, I love this from Tolo Blake. Shout-out to Kevin. I did sock shoe, sock shoe this morning, and it is indeed more efficient. Thank you very much. Now. Oh, no, not (laughs) now. I'll tell you this. Good luck with your luck because you've ruined it. You know, here's the situation. I, I think about this too much. Because I change it up, I doesn't. Now I've decided it doesn't matter. I don't have to get. I just go with what I feel, and I'm very like you know on whatever wavelength I'm on at that moment. So Kevin, like I I understand regimens. I understand consistency. And we've met. But with that, but with that does I have found myself? I'll be in the middle of it, and I'm like, which one did I do yesterday? And now and because I'm think about this too much because of y'all. Thanks a lot. Hey. And I think about it too much because of OCD. Because I think I need things to that be is in a true. certain order. That is true. I get it. I get it. And that's your life. That's and you true. live your life. Thank you. The way you want Thank to live you. it. Very and much. I will not interfere with how you live your life. Like Change it up. Put it. on your shirt and hoodie first, and then just kind of walk around and go. Put on my underwear and my pants. <laughs> put on my underwear and pants last. All right. It is. I, I I always put on shorts, pants, okay. whatever first, then you, shirt. I never. Try I will it, say. Try it opposite and see how it works. All right. Well, you'll end up in this next segment. I don't know if I can do it. Time for forgiveness Friday. Putting on my clothes. It is. The kids are just freaked out. I'm I'm gonna start this off with from the nine four zero. The makers of the dang Discover Guard card commercials do not need forgiveness. Jennifer Coolidge sounds like a total loser. All right. 
I think about this the same way I think Part about- Part of the Coolidge family? You, not like Calvin. I don't think. I don't know that, so maybe. Yeah. is I think it's just how many times you see a commercial, you inevitably get sick of it. That's why people hate Nickelback. They played too much Nickelback back in the day. Yeah. It was like, this is the only song we have to play right now? Are you kidding me? So, yes, frequency has a lot to do with it. I Now, this one is a question, because I actually think I'm on his side. Does Bo Jackson need to ask for forgiveness for turning down a fan's selfie at the Auburn game? The interaction, you can read the lips pretty well. Auburn fan, Bo, can I take a selfie? Bo looks at him, looks at the court, and says, no, watch the game. I think I'm actually on... <laughs> Both side in this. Watch a game. This is your Lent. Corey? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. To say no. I like it. I'm, I'm proud of Bo Jackson, actually, for this moment. I I just like watching his 30 for 30 where he's just in his backyard shooting 50-yard bow and arrows into fake beers. I So I had, okay, a couple of years ago, we went to. <laughs> do you remember that part? I do. A couple of years ago, we were in Oxnard, and we went to an Angels game. And I see Michael Young sitting next to us, and I was talking to Cowboys PR Joe Trahan, and he was like, "What's what's going on?" And I was like, "I'm getting just trying to get the courage up to go talk to Michael Young over there." And he was like, "Come on, let's go!" And he walks over there and talks to him about for about 20 minutes, and Michael Young's kind of talking. He's with his family. Oh, he's talking. He's chatted up. He's kind. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah. Hey, if you ever want to come out to Cowboys practice, let me know. Come say hi. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And he goes, and you know, Corey and, and Michael Young's like, yeah, I know Corey. And he's like, oh, OK, by this time, we're 25 minutes into the conversation. <laughs> and I was like, hey, can I get like a picture? And then well, I'll just let you go, man, because I didn't want to like take yeah, up more yeah. of his time with his family. For sure. And I, but I, but the thing that I would have loved the most Hey, Michael Young, can I watch this game with you and talk baseball with you? Like, yeah. can I just like just watch a game? How much more baseball he knows than me? And I mean, just as much as we learned from Mike. And now everybody, we're all lucky we get to learn from Mike on TV as well as radio. Oh my gosh! But like that was you the just moment. Made me nervous. That was TV that moment of and radio. The picture really didn't mean that much to me. I would have rather had more interaction with the guy in that moment. But I felt like I, I felt like I just was wasting his time. You know, like I I needed to move on. But Michael Young's pretty good dude, so I probably should have done it anyway. But I get it. You're watching a game. You yeah. kind of want to focus on that game. Let's focus. Let's win this game. Watch a game from the six eight two. My family needs forgiveness for not knowing how to close doors or drawers. All right. I hear what you're saying. My wife is a perpetuator of this as well. However, we just made a deal before we got married. She's She tries her best, but she does not close drawers a lot. She partially closes them or like there's some clothes sticking out. Mm-hmm. And... I know she's working on it, so I just fix it, and we just don't talk about it. And that's how we get through. That's, it's kind of like the moment where you, where I learned, you know, if I just put my clothes in this basket, magically they'll be folded the next morning, you know? (laughs) And then I learned that it, no, that was Adrian that would take care of stuff like that. And so I was like, oh, well, I want to help her out just a little bit. Uh, But, you know, and I don't want to do that, but drawers, I just don't get it. Why does it need to be closed all the way? Look, I, if I had a good answer, like who for, said that it has to be closed? My brain has decided. I w- I wish 
It wasn't like that, but but you know you can just as easily yes. close it, and now there's and that's no what argument. I do. Now there's no argument. Absolutely, there you go. Absolutely. Do elevators need forgiveness? Did you see what happened with the? I always thought it was Farley Dickinson, but now I think it's Fairly Dickinson basketball team. Yesterday, all right. They were going to the game, and several of their players got stuck before the game in an elevator from the locker room to the court. That is Fowley Dickinson. No. Fairly? No. Fowley? No. You're going to need to do better than that. Y'all can help me out here on Twitch. (laughs) I'd appreciate it. Is the game started late, and firefighters had to pry the elevator open Mm. because of this malfunction. And then when it got to the game. Were they dock points? No. Oh. I don't feel like it was their fault. They weren't like just screwing around and then they showed up. The elevator, <laughs> it was stuck. They won over Long Island University 84 to 82 in overtime. Because of the because of what they had to go through together. They were a group that was on, stuck on an elevator together and now the they're adversity. tighter than ever. Yeah, the adversity that they overcame as a team working they were thinking about how to survive in that elevator for the next 24 hours who were they gonna have to eat that one person was probably in like it's gotta be me. hours yeah you gotta eat dude it's a basketball team they're hungry they're all trying to figure out how to live i just remember watching the office you have to immediately find the bathroom corner yes remember dwight Schrute? yes so you can <laughs> yeah everybody knows which corner to go and you as well you have as to make sure everybody yeah. knows the right corner yeah because if you're going all all of the hey, corners you're just wasting this time. reminds me what was that school that lost like a hundred to zero and they're in texas Bishop sycamore wait isn't that the fake school or something oh, oh. there's a college remember oh, yeah, and i had yeah. to look up they only had I, basketball yes, and yes. i was like gosh i wanted to follow their schedule <laughs> and see how many times they lose by like 80 or more but i forgot the name of the school <laughs> from, from the 208 wherever that is because i'm always like if my kid's like i don't know i can't play college basketball i'm like yes you can <laughs> you can play there is a school <laughs> toilet paper roll on top of the empty one how hard is it to just put new toilet paper on the roll. Agreed. You've seen that before, right, Mike? Where they have the empty roll and they just put. Yeah, the but I'm going to mess it up because which one are you? Where it's over the top or underneath? I'm not a psycho. It's over the top. Yeah, it's over the top. That's if you the way put it under. I, I, if you put it under, what's going to happen? Wrong. You're just going to. It's end under up in our toilet more. here. Yeah. That well, that's wrong. wrong. That is wrong. But it is his house. No, that's no. It's 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 efficiency. And what you're doing here, whenever you have it over the top, it's easier to tear it off. Whenever you go underneath, now when you go to try and tear, it's going to pull more toilet paper than you tear off. What if there's this crazy thing that we have in our house? It's sideways, so it's like up and down. So it just left or right. Okay. Have you ever thought of I don't that? Know what you're doing. Well, why are you doing this? I'm this picturing that in my because mind. Because maybe it's easier. Maybe yeah. they maybe Y'all we have, have this one in your house like that. Yeah. Does it depend then if you're left or right handed? Like, would you prefer comes off to the left and your wife would be like go to the right so i'm sitting this way obviously this isn't <laughs> happening for radio he's been wiping his butt the but, whole his whole life but so he, the the toilet paper is on the right side okay. so you have to you can grab it i guess with your left but you're reaching across so i'd say if you're on the right side you want it dispersing from the right if you're okay if you want to reach across you want it dispersing from the left does that make sense yes actually that does make sense from the 214, my wife needs forgiveness Friday for leaving all the lights on and then bitching about the electric bill. 
I think the lights though are very minimal it's mostly in your electric air, do you think it's mostly the air air conditioning yeah. like leaving a window open or doors open yeah or a pool pump that's why my grandfather would oh. yell at us to close the gd door all the time <laughs> did he say you're getting you're leaving all the cool air out of the yeah. house were you born in a barn who left the gd door open that's what he would, except he would use the whole word. My mom said that one day, she was like, were you born in a barn? And I was like, no, I was born in a hospital. I didn't have to worry about doors. And I stormed off and collected pecans. I bet your mom really what? wanted the door closed when she was birthing you. <laughs> That's true. Makes sense then, yeah. That That's does probably, make sense. That probably was everybody does. Nobody wants to walk by a door in the hospital Dude. and be like, oh, there's a baby halfway out. <laughs> if, if It is terrifying. I Look. I looked at the wrong time when both of my kids were born. <laughs> when Brandon was born, the more traditional method, I looked at the wrong time. And then when Jess had her C-section, I was so excited about the baby. I forgot not to look when I came back on the other side of the table. And I was like, oh, my God, are those her brains? Like, it was just. I passed out. Yeah. I, I get it. I do. I, with Carter, it was the C-section. I stuck the camera over the top. Oh, why would you do that? And just took pictures. Why would you do that? Just snap, snap, snap. So, like, it looks like Total Recall. I don't want to be his friend anymore. (laughs) They cut open. I literally am thinking about not wanting to be around you anymore for you doing that. The other, the worst part, though, was whenever Avery was born and I took pictures. And then, like, took the pictures of the of Avery. He's so adorable, little baby. And we take him, and I, I just hand her dad and my dad the camera. And then my dad comes back later and goes, hey, so the first series of those pictures, you just probably should have looked in the background and deleted those. And I was like, what do you mean? And when I looked, there's Avery forefront, but in the background is Adrian. And you can see the whole oh. thing. No. And I was What's like, well, that's, it was an accident, Mike. I was just taking pictures of my lovely child. Oh what my, year was this? What a horrifying conversation. 2008. I guess luckily there wasn't Instagram back then. Oh, yeah. Instagram. I would have just posted it. Look not at even my thought about beautiful it. child being born. And then. Everybody's at, like, hey, bro, yeah. we don't need this National Geographic stuff here. From the 972, I can't believe y'all didn't watch your kids being born. Y'all are weak. No, I did. Yeah, we were. I'm saying. They made us be in the room. On yeah. the C-section, <laughs> go get the baby and go back to your wife's head. Don't look <laughs> at what's happening on the other side of the sheet because there's like too many parts in there. And so they're just taking out all of Jess's parts to get the baby, mm-hmm. and then they just stuff them back in there, I'm assuming, in some sort of medical way. So, no, I was there. I saw. Yeah. Except for the placenta, which you got to eat. And I told the doctor, I said, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. <laughs> That's such a weird expression. It really, really Who did is. that by accident? Like, where's my child? Oh, <laughs> I was emptying the, the bath, bath water. <laughs> I forgot. But I threw it out. Oh, no. Darn it. Must be down the drain. I'll chalk that up my to baby. my bad. Yeah. Is, is the baby okay? And then did P, does PJ Tucker deserve Forgiveness Friday? He got fined $75,000. That's too much. For publicly asking for a trade. That's dumb. I don't know how much that that is to him, like specifically, because when you talk about stuff, you're like, that's 15 cents to him for that. Yeah. Fine. yeah. But when you talk about PJ, PJ Tucker, I don't know how much it He'll is. Just but give like a pair of his Jordans. I think he has like one of the biggest shoe collections in the world. Guys oh. complain about their situation all the time, though. 
I, I don't, but I guess the like they're coming down real hard on him to ensure that this doesn't ever happen again. But it just seems like that's always happening. Agents are doing it, but I guess you just let your agent do it. Well, I'm sorry. This has really thrown me for a loop from the 214. Please continue this conversation. I know we have to go to break. I need to know more about this from the 214. You know, surprisingly enough, you don't really need to put the organs back exactly where you found them. Right. They just kind of go back to where they're supposed to be over time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The human body is neat. Is that a, what, who's, what's the name of the doctor that delivers the baby? O-B-G-Y-N. Yes. Did I get all the letters in there? Correct. Yeah. They, is that, are they listening right now? Is that who, Could be. who knows that? I don't know. I mean, That's it's just, a, I mean, it's a doctor. So like, I think most doctors, you have a doctor in your house. Ask her if body parts can just go well, back Well, she's not in. a surgeon, though. Or she's not a OGBYN. OBGYN. You had it right the first time. Yeah. I'd Do you know what that stands for? <sighs> nope. Obsessive. <laughs> I wasn't even going to try because I forgot got all the letters. And I'd probably say something bad and then get in trouble. And then they would have to dump it. And then the boss would call me in and say, what's your deal? <laughs> Actually, like, that part, I don't know. I was trying to be funny, and it didn't work out as well because it was just off the top of my head, and it didn't work out well. I'm, I'm sorry, and I apologize. And he's like, "Well, maybe you'll keep your job." The eight one seven. It's like build a bear, just stuff. Oh my god, Corey, you need to answer this question because this person followed up. Oh. I need to ask for the ultimate forgiveness. Last night, my wife found my OnlyFans account, like where I not only follow but have bought from two of my exes. One of them I cheated on her with when we first got together, but she knew that. Um. Ooh, why did? Why do I need to answer this? Because he followed up and said, "I guess I don't deserve forgiveness." Okay, I need you to decide. Uh, you got two options here. Either you're involving your ex with, uh, you say, wife, Kevin. Yes. With wife in the future in these situations, and y'all can agree on those things, and now y'all are a thruple. Or oh. you need to you need to just like cut the whole thing out. You know, more OnlyFans. Yeah. Just get rid of all that stuff. Focus on your wife. Make sure you are attentive to her. I mean, those are things that I think like you want to keep the marriage alive. You have two options there. Either, you know, add more spice to it or you go completely bland and then say you are you're my OnlyFans account from here on, sweetheart. I don't know if I would use that exact phrasing, but I hear what you're saying. You're my personal <laughs> OnlyFans. We're the KNC masterpiece. I'm only your fan. Oh, my God. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick. If you had one guy to put all your money in the next five years, what Major League Baseball player would it be? Like the next. organs? You just put money in them? And that ball is rocketed deep into right. Verdugo going back end. It is gone. Evan Carter with a two-run home run. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan on a shout-out Friday. And it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bashak. All right, let's talk a little bit of baseball and baseball cards. If you're not Ooh. into baseball cards, hey, totally get it. Not saying you should be into it but it's something that i did as a kid 1986 was when i got into baseball cards and somewhat sports cards but really baseball cards and i'm still into baseball cards in fact 24 tops came out this week right and so here's what i'm doing whether he ends up being a superstar just a nice player in major league like i'll be happy if evan carter turns out to be the next rusty greer i'll be very happy with that that's a solid okay. good player i think we're hoping that he ends up being like the comp I got in 2021, 
you know, Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich has won an MVP. This person told me, hey, I think he can, like, in his prime, maybe be an MVP candidate. I, I'm, I don't. Sorry, I don't mean to stop the segment. No, down. no, no. Go ahead. Would you really be okay with that? Because I feel like I'm not saying Rusty Greer is bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like you have pretty well uh, higher hopes than that. I do, but I understand that that's a valuable piece. Sure. Uh, but I understand that that would mean, hey, man, then we need White Lankford to be Juan Gonzalez, right? And I'd say yeah. yes. Like if if they both end up being Rusty Greers. Nothing against Rusty Greer, great guy, really good player to a contributing winning team, but you would want more. The hype but for the these re- two is crazy. But the reality of it, the realistic part of it is, is if this, if Evan Carter ends up being a guy who hits 20 to 25 home runs, bats around 300, like that's probably more realistic, okay. Okay. but I hope gotcha. that he hits the expectation of as we're getting closer and closer to finding out who the top 20 players are in Major League Baseball, uh, I hope that. Evan Carter's on that list in the next couple years that we start seeing Evan Carter. Gunnar Henderson just won Rookie of the Year. He's number 34 on the list. Obviously, he wasn't on the list the year before. He didn't really play, but I don't know, 15 games in the major leagues. And then I'm hoping next year Evan Carter's on the top 100 list and is on the top 50 list. I'm hoping Wyatt Lankford, not on the list this year, I'm hoping Wyatt Lankford's on the top 100 list and in the top 50 list would be uh, awesome. But my point is, on eBay, I've been clicking 2024 Tops Evan Carter, and I look at the newly listed items and see if there's anything that I can snatch before people can snatch it, like on a buy it now. So yeah. I'm trying to buy as many Evan Carter rookie cards at around $2 a piece. They're never going to be worth more than, I'll say, $10 a piece. Like, see that. Like, if he wins an MVP two years from now... Uh, like those cards would be ten bucks. They're not going to be more than ten dollars. By the way, people do this now based off of they can do this based off of math. They know there's going to be a million Evan Carter, approximately one million Evan Carter tops rookie cards printed. Just that one card. Yeah. So it's not going to be a rare card. There's literally going to be a million of them available uh, throughout our lives. So it doesn't mean that that card can really be worth uh, a lot. But He's a guy that I don't want to say investing in because that would mean I'm only doing it for money. I invested or I bought a lot of Dirk Nowitzki rookie cards in 1999, 2000. I started realizing, oh, my gosh, this guy who I didn't want the Mavs to draft looks like he could be good. And you know what? It wasn't like I'm buying him because I'm going to make money off of him. I was buying him because, like, I like collecting cards, and that's what I do. I got really back into cards in 2018 because I was like, you know what? I think this Luke is going to be kind of Magic Johnson-like, and I want to buy his cards. I had no clue that they would go up in value the way they did. I was buying them because I was really liking cards again, and I wanted to invest in a guy that plays for my team. So right now, I have been buying some Evan Carter rookie cards. I've bought so far 14 of his just base cards. That's all I've bought so far from uh, this situation. His cards are pretty expensive. In the first week, yeah. what does he say? Friends don't let friends buy cards the on first release week. week. It's yes. on release week. But I wanted to ask this question to you guys. If in the next five years you could purchase cards of a player because you just like them and want to follow their career, who would it be? And I'm specifically baseball since this is baseball nuggets. Jordan Lawler comes to mind, but I think it is going to be, this is the unfortunate part is 
Wyatt Lankford is the guy that jumps to mind, but his prices are already crazy. Yeah, so it he, feels tough to get into that market. He's actually one of the coldest players in this week's hot or cold. I follow a guy that does like market movers or sports card investor. Either way, you can watch him on YouTube and he does the top five hottest players right now in cards. He does the one coldest player. Wyatt Lankford this week is the coldest player, but it's because his cards are worth so much money. It's not that anything bad is happening to Wyatt Lankford. It's just he was priced at a, a rate where I'll he would be have honest. He needed to win the MVP. Yes, he probably. needed to win. At this point, for his cards to to stay at his rate, he needs to hit fifty home runs and yeah. and finish in the top three in MVP voting. Yeah, it's too like it's too late to get into the Jordan like his. No, not at all. That's a player that I. As his much cards as, are surprisingly not. He's an Astro that, that tough, yeah. and I hate. I don't like. I hate. Doesn't sound giving like that credit. That dude is. He's everything. Like if you're a pure baseball fan. It's everything you wanted to yeah. watch. You know, you wanted to see a dude that could swing the way he does, hit the way he does. It's very, in my mind, it's like watching a Vlad Guerrero type guy. He'll hit anything. He, he can hit anything. He can drive it in so many different directions. He's just a hitter, dude. Yeah, and so I will say, to your point, this is fun for me. Maybe it's not fun for other people, but this is a way to kind of get into watching other players. Yes. Is you can get into this cheap. I'm telling you right now, Evan Carter rookie cards, these tops cards, they're two bucks. Now, they do have ones that are going to be worth a thousand dollars in this. They're just numbered to ten. You know, so you don't you don't need to like, oh, if I'm going to get into cards, I have to spend thousands of dollars. You actually don't need to. But this is a fun way to follow players. In a way, this is what I did with Trevor Lawrence. Corbin Carroll was another one I was going to throw out there, and he's right. another one that has already started to move up, but that kid looks yeah. unbelievable. So if you're thinking about, man, I want to be more of a baseball fan, I'm not telling you go out and buy boxes of cards. Sure. What I'm saying is you can go to eBay and type in this player, find their rookie year for Corbin Carroll, it's 2023. For Bobby Witt Jr., it's 2022. And you can buy some rookie cards for like a dollar to $5 a card and just feel like I'm more invested in following this player's box score and maybe finding highlights on this player. Is Michael Harris... From the Braves, is it because he already no, got the rookie Michael, of the year? No, Michael Harris is, and I've got a couple of really good Michael Harris cards. Those are those are pretty reasonable as well. Because that's another young player that I think yeah. has this. Shohei really... would be tough to get into now. Like <laughs> yeah. he's established himself gotcha. almost that that would be tough to be like, hey, it's going to be really cheap to get into Shohei cards. No, it's going to be kind of expensive to get into him. And one recommendation I might make. Sorry, I said it that way. Is especially if you're just looking to have fun is you can pop down to the Walmart or the Tops or whatever and buy like some of these Tops blaster boxes, especially if you're opening them with kids who are getting into baseball, because that can be really fun to like, oh, look who I got or look at the stats. And like, I, I know not necessarily work like this anymore because of the internet, but I remember learning so much about stats off of baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that was a fun thing. I just wanted to bring up what I'm doing right now with Evan Carter and probably bringing more people into the marketplace that I don't want you competing with me with. But Evan Carter does have one, <laughs> one rookie card out right now. Now, there's a whole bunch of different variables of it because it gets confusing because there's yellows and blues and all I kinds of things. But I would say, hey, man, if you really love Evan Carter, his, his first rookie card is out. He's going to literally have over 2,000 rookie cards. I'm not making that number up or exaggerating. Yes. Literally, he's going to have 2,000 rookie cards. So it doesn't mean this is it. And it gets confusing. But Topps makes it easy in this. This is his Topps rookie card. Uh, it's never going to be worth a lot. But you can have fun buying those. Agreed. And then there are smaller 
uh, parallels of it to buy. There are big time parallels of it. There's going to be a one of one in it that'll probably be worth ten thousand dollars. Yep. So if you want that one, just be prepared to have five figures in your hand. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's go back to the Mavs of these three positives. How many are truly sustainable in the back half of the regular season? Let's talk about it next right here on The Fan.